Tired of political correctness? Sick of cancel culture? Got something to say? Just say it. Just say it. A pro-America anti-censorship podcast hosted by Jesse Michael Elliott. How is everyone doing? Happy technically Friday? It's like 2.30 in the morning. Technically Friday morning. Um... Trying to film this episode, the dog would not have anything to do with it. Um, I have a bulldog who likes to follow me into the office. But the problem is, she comes in here, she rummages through everything, and then she'll fall asleep, and you'll actually hear her snoring. Because her snoring, I don't I don't know if you know about bulldogs, but her snoring is so loud, you can hear her on the mic. So I have to kick her out. <laughs> She's, let's just put it this way, trying to be quiet at this time in the morning with four kids. And kicking her out of the office she wasn't happy with me okay so hopefully she doesn't she doesn't bother me at all during this episode but are you glad it's the weekend now so we actually have two updates for you in this episode our first time we had two updates because we updated last time on the raccoon and on the goodyear story and now there's gonna be another update on that But first, we're going to get started with our lead story and the episode of the title, episode 31, Bannon Busted. So let's get into our lead story here. So here we go. We have a full show with a great selection of topics, by the way. This is going to be fun. And I'm going to leave you off with some fun stuff. So I always, like I said, I always try to leave the episodes in a good spirit. And I always try to leave, especially the ones that end the week in a good spirit that way we can end the week with a win okay so bannon busted so this is a town hall article so what exactly are brian keflage and steve bannon accused of doing so breaking news today bannon was arrested when he was on his boat and i don't i don't know if they arrested brian as well but we'll get into that but i know steve bannon was arrested who was involved with We Build the Wall, the We Build the Wall Foundation, where people, that huge campaign on GoFundMe that was started by Brian Keflage, the veteran, the amputee. But, and now, looks like the District of New York is going after him. So let's get into this article here. So this is an article by Town Hall, and it's written by Marina Medvin. So let's hit it. We Build the Wall is a crowdfunding campaign that has raised more than $25 million dollars from hundreds of thousands of donors. On Thursday, Steve Bannon, Brian Keflage, and Andrew Balato, and Timothy Shea were arrested and charged with one count each of conspiracy to commit wire fraud and one count each of conspiracy to commit money laundering in relation to We Build the Wall and misappropriation of donated funds. Each of these federal... Federal felony offenses carries the maximum penalty of 20 years in prison, which means each defendant could face up to 40 years if they get the max. Wow. According to the indictment out of the Southern District of New York, does that sound familiar? In order to induce donors to donate to the campaign, Brian Keflage repeatedly and falsely assured the public that he would not take a penny in salary or compensation and that 100% of the funds raised will be used in the execution of our mission and purpose. 
Steve Bannon echoed those allegedly false assurances, publicly stating we're a volunteer organization. Those representations were false, the indictment stated boldly. The four men are each allegedly to have used donated funds in a manner inconsistent with the organization's public representations. In other words, fraud. Steve Bannon is accused of funneling over $1 million from We Build the Wall through a nonprofit under his control, with hundreds of thousands of dollars alleged to have been used for Bannon's personal expenses, and a portion of the money being redirected to Keflodge, and Keflodge is accused of converting $350,000 into funds for personal use, which has repeatedly been telling his donors he wouldn't be taking a penny. The men devised a scheme to conceal payments to Keflodge by rooting his personal payments from We Build the Wall through a non-profit shell company under Bannon and Shea's control. Federal agents learned through their investigation and review of text messages exchanged by the men, the four men apparently pull out all the stops from fake invoices to sham vendor arrangements, wow, in order to keep payments to Keflodge under the table. I really hope this isn't true. If so, this would be a giant stain for an ex-vet. I mean, I don't put it past Bannon, but for an ex-vet to do this, an amputee who's in a wheelchair, it would just, and all the videos he's been in and how righteous he's been, I really hope this is fake. But judging by the fact that they have their phone conversations, I would be extremely worried. So the scheme appears to have originated after Keflodge needed assistance with his We Build a Wall project in 2018. GoFundMe.com suspended the campaign and threatened to return the funds back to the donors because the crowdfunding site did not have a valid nonprofit listed for Keflodge, which could receive the donations, nor the ability to transfer the funds to the federal government for the official wall construction. Bannon and Balado were brought on by Keflodge to help release the funds. It came up with a mod- modified purpose for the campaign, a private construction of the wall. The three men apparently made a variety of misrepresentations to GoFundMe in order to induce the company to release the donor funds to their control. But GoFundMe required each donor to opt into the newly reconstructed, reconstructed private wall mission. I remember seeing that because I got notifications for it. So Bannon, Keflodge, and Balato went on an informational campaign to tell the public about the new mission through emails, social media posts, public appearances, etc. Continuously repeating the idea that they were volunteering and not taking a penny from the donations. These misrepresentations, the federal government alleges, were intentionally made to induce donor opt-ins into the new mission. Well, it really comes down to, did they do it or did they not? Some donors wrote personal emails to Kevlodge saying they don't have a lot of money and don't trust fundraising campaigns, but they trusted Kevlodge to keep his word. Kevlodge even sent private messages to donors to assure them he's not being compensated. All the while, the men allegedly had an agreement that Kevlodge would be covertly paid 100k up front and another 20k per month after that. To conceal these payments in public reports, Keflodge asked Blotto to list these payments as going to his wife for media. She is accused of helping the men devise other ways to conceal the proceeds, including shell companies and laundering of through fake invoices. A total of three hundred fifty thousand is alleged to be had paid out to Keflodge out of donor funds. 
Kevlodge is purported to have used the money to buy a boat, jewelry, luxury SUV, cosmetic surgery, credit card debt, personal tax payments, and home renovation. Article's almost over. The misuse of donated funds was never disclosed to the public, and the public appears to have continued to donate money based on the false premise that their funds were going to be strictly used for the border wall. Why the allegations are shocking and look damning, keep in mind that this is just a set of accusations that are intentionally crafted by creative prosecutors to attain an indictment. Each of the four men will be reviewing the charges with his lawyer and responding with either a plea of the guilty charges or with their own versions of what happened and how and why. Wait to hear their side of the story before you cement your position on this case. Just remember Michael Flynn's case started out this way, right? Another Southern District of New York case. But let's go to Brian Keflodge's Facebook page and see what he said about this. So here is a statement from nine hours ago from Brian on this subject. So he's the amputee who basically started this whole thing. So this is from his official Facebook account. Democrats love a good political witch hunt before the elections. The U.S. Marshal I met here said nothing like the state of New York coming down to Florida to make a political show. They couldn't believe how they handled the situation. Amazed at how the indictment got so much wrong. Like my boat that was purchased before we build the wall was even started. Well, that depends. It might have been purchased before it was started, but did you make payments to the boat and use use funds from this campaign to make payments towards the boat, or was the boat bought outright? So that necessarily doesn't mean he's guilty or not. So just remember, these are the guys who went after Trump and Rudy Giuliani last year. Now, he see here, he's not den- directly denying the accusations. I really hope that this isn't true i really hope it's not because they took in almost 25 million they said they weren't going to take a dime um i wouldn't be surprised steve banning because remember he pretty much went behind trump's back and threw him under the bus coming out with that book and made comments about him and his family that weren't acceptable so i know banning can be in turn uh turncoat but this could just be the Southern District of New York playing games before the election. It could be. So that's pretty much up in the air. And we're going to find out over time whether this is true or not. I do admit that the timing is interesting. I mean, this has been going on for a couple of years now. So this timing is interesting that it's happening right now in what, mid-August, right before the election. So... We'll see how this develops. So we'll keep you updated with this story as it progresses. So let's get into two updates from stories that we've covered this whole week. So we have, so this is another Twitter comment by Joe Pospiak. Uh, We talk about him a lot on our show. Has a lot of good information if you want to follow him on Twitter. So here is leaked audio footage from Goodyear. So if you don't know, if you didn't see your past shows, Goodyear um, basically said their employees in a slide in their own PowerPoint presentation that they're claiming wasn't theirs and it was a manager not from, coming from corporate. They said that they people that work there are allowed to wear Black Lives Matter clothing and LGBT, gay, whatever, lesbian clothing. But you can't wear Blue Lives Matter, 
MAGA stuff or pro-cop stuff. Okay, so so they said it wasn't from corporate and we support the police. But now there's leaked audio. So let's play this audio. I haven't heard it yet. Pride on their face covering shirts or wristbands. That will be deemed approved because it complies with zero tolerance stand. However, if any associate wears all blue White Lives Matter shirts or face covering, covering that will be not appropriate. The unidentified speaker says the rules were created to make a better work environment. There's rules now around what you can wear. Um, let's try to comply with these so that way, uh, you know, everybody feels good in this, this factory. I want to make sure, guys, think about what we do in this factory, right? We all work together to make tires. That's what we do. That's what we get paid to do. So let's continue to do that and do the right thing keep this place uh, what it's always been, a good place to work. So I don't even know what that means. So the leaked audio proves that the slides are correct. Okay, so this is from Topeka, Kansas, the same place that um, the slide came from. But that is someone there in charge of the factory saying that you're not allowed to wear All Lives Matter stuff. So obviously the slide's true, and Goodyear didn't, not say the slide was Goodyear didn't come out and say this slide wasn't correct they just said they support the police well it showed I mean what else is there to say they're flip-flopping and now you know what the American people still don't care they show their true colors and they're exposed that's the end of it Goodyear's done Goodyear is done zone so that's enough about Goodyear so let's get into an update on the raccoon story so if you watch yesterday's episode, we were reading tweets from the Goodway Pundit uh, cited tweets from Light Pimp on Twitter. After I posted my raccoon clip of I do hot takes after every episode, put them on Facebook, put them on Instagram. The clip I posted on Instagram, Light Pimp, who actually was going after one of the guys allegedly involved, Posted on my Instagram page. And he said. We found the dude. It's not who the humane society said. Check my last three posts. Keep calling tipsters. So. I go to his page. And I talked to him last night. And he found. Where the actual. Post is coming from. James Blue. Is one of the guys. He found the video. Okay. So, and he posted, um, Pimp Light posted a picture and the video. I forward this to the Humane, the New York uh, Humane Society. Um, so hopefully now that Light Pimp found him, hopefully I forward the stuff as well to the Humane Society. Hopefully they do something about it and they're not just blowing smoke because it was on tape. Hopefully they lock this guy up and throw away the key. But one of when Light Pimp was engaging with one of the alleged guys on Twitter, the one of the alleged guys said, "Oh, what does it matter what happened to that raccoon? Raccoons steal food for a living." Like, what are you crazy? Oh, because raccoons eat out of trash cans, you have a right to run it over, smash it with a bat, and laugh about it. Seriously, is this what we're coming to? So hopefully this guy gets locked up. 
Now this one of the guys involved is deleting his Twitter and his Instagram because he's going into hiding because he knows what's coming. He can get up to allegedly up to seven years. So hopefully he does. So do your part to spread the word about that. Hopefully I haven't heard back from the Humane Society. I hit them up on Facebook and Instagram. So hopefully they just might have a lot of volume and I don't know who handles those accounts, but hopefully they do something about it. But we'll keep you updated on that if it comes out the guy actually does get punished. But thanks again to Light Pimp for going after this guy and finding out who he was. So that is good news. So let's get into the rest of the show. So we have to wrap. The reason I waited late at night, I was going to film this at about 7 o'clock tonight. But then I'm like, you know what? Why don't I wait until the DNC? Because tonight was the last night of the DNC. Why don't I wait until the DNC wraps up? That way on Monday's show, I don't have to update you on the finale of it. I don't, I don't want to talk about it anymore. Talk about it tonight, so I waited for it to be over, and now we don't have to talk about the DNC anymore because it was a circus show. Like I said before, I only watched 15 minutes, and then when they started saying sister, sister to Kamala, pandering to black people, right, calling her sister. So which is it? And then she also tried to pander to Indian people. So which which race card are you going to play? What, what are you going to play here? You can't play both. But let's get into this article by Town Hall, and it's going to talk about Joe Biden's speech. I debated about doing a live reaction to Joe Biden's speech, but it was 25 minutes and it would have been way too long. So let, hopefully this article just has the key points. So let's hit it. Town Hall. Biden makes lofty promises in his DNC speech. President Trump responds. So Trump already responded. So for former Vice President Joe Biden formally accepted the Democratic Party's nomination for president on Thursday night. At the conclusion of the Democratic National Convention, preceding Biden's acceptance, where his former competitors in the Democratic presidential primary, including Cory Booker, Amy Klobuchar, Elizabeth Warren, Warren, Bernie Sanders, Pete Buttigieg, Beto, and Andrew Yang were also present. Biden's children, Hunter and Ashley Biden, introduced their father. Oh, by, uh, Hunter came out of hiding, huh? Featuring a clip from the late... Biden's speech at the 2008 convention. Biden opened up his acceptance speech by accusing President Trump of anger. This whole thing was nothing. And we're going to talk about this later where we had some celebrities go after the Democrats because they know the ship is sinking and they're tired of it. All this, this whole DNC was just attack Trump. Party never wins when they don't have a platform to run on and they're not running on ideas what they're going to do for the country you never win when all you do is bash people so president trump is the candidate of anger fear and division and promised to overcome the darkness biden vowed to choose factual over fiction hope over fear and fairness over privilege breaking joe biden accepts the dnc party's nomination to be their candidate for president of the united states it's time for us we the people to come together so let's play this a minute and 20 second clip Good evening. Ella Baker, a giant of the civil rights movement, left us with this wisdom. Give people light, and they will find the way. Give people light. Those are words for our time. The current president has cloaked American darkness for much too long. Too much anger, too much fear, too much division. 
Here and now, I give you my word. If you entrust me with the presidency, I will draw on the best of us, not the worst. I'll be an ally of the light, not the darkness. It's time for us, for we the people, to come together. And make no mistake, united we can and will overcome this season of darkness in America. We'll choose hope over fear, facts over fiction, fairness over privilege. I'm a proud Democrat, and I'll be proud to carry the banner of our party into the general election. So it's with great honor and humility, I accept this nomination for President of the United States of America. Wow, he did that that whole thing without doing a gaffe. I'm, I wonder how many times he had to redo that in his basement. Um, like I said, they keep casting, oh, it's a dark cloud, President Trump. The only dark clouds there are in America is in cities run by Democrats. And if you think it's going to get better, not worse, with Joe Biden as quote-unquote president, you got another thing coming. So here we go. Joe, here is another clip. So let's hit, let's see how long it is. Here we go, let's hit, let's hit this clip. It's a minute and four seconds. You know, all elections are important. But we know in our bones, this one is more consequential. As many have said, America is at an inflection point. A time of real peril, but also of extraordinary possibilities. We can choose a path of becoming angrier, less hopeful, more divided, a path of shadow and suspicion, or, or we can choose a different path and together take this chance to heal, to reform, to unite, a path of hope and light. Okay, I got to shut it off because he's not talking about actually doing things. He's not saying what his plan is to change anything. He's just throwing out mincing words, light, hope, darkness, cloud. Like, what are you actually going to do, sir? Oh, wait, you don't know what you're going to do, and you're not going to be doing anything because the squad, AOC, uh, Tlaib, and all them, are gonna, and Omar, are going to run what you do. Bernie Sanders is going to run what you do. The far left. You don't know what you're talking about. He's just saying things. He's just saying things. I had to shut it off. That was enough of that. So the newly minted Democratic nominee attacked President Trump's COVID-19 response. Funny, the guy who didn't want to shut things down and then later apologized for it. So how can you attack Trump? and promised that under a Biden administration, Americans would not be at the mercy of foreign viruses. Right, because you could have stopped it? You're the ones, you're the one who said he was, uh, what, a bigot for closing China off? And then apologized. How are you going to stop it? You would have made it worse. How can you stop foreign viruses, sir? This promise is a 180 degree spin from Biden's previous rhetoric on the COVID-19 when he was reluctant to place blame, exactly, place blame on China and the CCP and even called President Trump's ban of China, travel from China, xenophobic. He later backed the travel ban when it was proven to be highly effective by medical experts, right? He didn't do what was right at the time. He, d he does what was easy until the public opinion is on the side of it, right? We don't need someone like that. We need someone to make the right decision when it's the right decision to make. Not because, oh, what if if I make this decision, I might be called xenophobic. What does it matter if it's the right decision? You can't operate like that. This is how they shut down conversation. 
oh, well, I'm not going to say my opinion because I'm going to be called racist and I could be fired or lose my job. I'm not going to like some a status on Facebook or an Instagram because if they see that at my job, or I'm going to lose friends and I might get fired. If they're going to fire over that, good riddance. Find a new job. You, you, you're you not safe there, obviously. If the place is that indoctrinated and your friends dislike you that much, your friendship obviously doesn't mean that much to them. Get rid of these people. Like as much as you can. That way you expose all the bad people around you. Use this as an opportunity to find out who the bad people are in this country and who your bad friends are. This is an opportunity. What is one of Warren Buffett's best quotes? There's money. The best time to make money is when there's blood in the streets. Meaning there's when the market's down, best time to invest. You can, there's opportunity and you never truly lose if you learn from your losses. And there's opportunities in downfalls. You just got to find it. Use this as an opportunity to find out who your real friends are. Because you never know if you get into a serious situation who you can count on. And maybe this will give you a hint of who these people really are you have around you. You got to turn the negatives into positives. So Biden doubled down on his promise to implement a nationalized mask mandate. So before he's even in office, he wants to be a dictator and enforce a mask mandate. Isn't that nice? Upon being sworn into office... An unserious policy proposal with zero constitutional reasoning. So here is a clip of it. So let's play this seven second clip here. We'll have a national mandate to wear a mask, not as a burden, but as a patriotic duty to protect one another. The patri- we'll patriotic duty isn't enforcing tyranny on people. Where are the facts? Oh, no, just do it. Just do it. Why? Because I said so. That's not good enough, sir. Cases are cases which are BS to begin with are way in the gutter right now. Oh, so enforce a mask mandate. And he even wants you to wear it outside. Enough of Joe Biden. And this is just the beginning. Oh, it'll start with masks. Where's it gonna go? He's already going after the mask thing before he's even elected. What is he gonna conjure up after he's elected? I thought it was a three-month minimum. So while attacking the legislative accomplishments of Trump, Biden promised to repeal the landmark tax cuts. <laughs> he wants to appeal tax cuts. Are you listening to this? He wants to enforce a mask on you, aka shut up and obey. And now he wants, with the economy right now, bad it is from COVID, he wants to raise your taxes. The Tax Cuts and Jobs Act. Cut taxes... Cut taxes for every income group aside from those earning over a million per year. And the middle class overwhelmingly benefited from the law. The data does not back up Biden's claim that the Trump administration's tax cuts were a tax break for the rich. In fact, the TCGA is just the opposite. And Biden's promise to scrap the tax cuts would hardly benefit working American families. President Trump responded to Biden's full speech full of promises and pointing out that his four decades in Washington, the former vice president was unable to accomplish this agenda. In, so this is a tweet from Donald Trump. In 47 years, Joe did none of the things of which now he speaks. He will never change just words. So after a week of cringeworthy speeches and stumps for Biden, the DNC is finally over. And great. We won't have to talk about it ever again for another four years on this show. Thank God.
So Biden wants to raise taxes, get rid of your tax cut. It's the same thing as raising taxes because it will. And he wants to enforce, make you wear a mask. You won't have a, it won't be up to your state. So why would a state like South Dakota have to wear a mask when they don't have any problems? Oh, because Joe Biden said so. That's just the beginning, my friends. Just the beginning. So. Oh, and by the way, we don't have the article here, but I mean, it's a two second thing to talk about it. The DNC couldn't find enough people for Kamala Harris's speech the other day. So they duplicated people on the screen. So you know how they're having virtual because of COVID. So you say, you know, you know, like the Brady Bunch where they would have like the tic-tac-toe screen and the slots filled with people. Well, they didn't have enough people for Kamala. So they duplicated two of them. So there was three fake people, three or four fake people on the screen because they didn't have enough people to sit there on a computer and clap for her. I mean, this is crazy. So you think they won't, they'll push a Russia hoax, they'll put fake people on a screen, and you don't think they'll try and rig the election via vote? You got nothing coming. They'll do anything to rig anything to cheat. Just like Donna Brazil. Why is she on Fox? Why is she on Fox? She gave the questions to Hillary in a debate ahead of time and admitted to it. Why is she on Fox? You think they won't cheat? They cheated everything they do. What don't they cheat at? So... That's enough of the DNC. It nail in the coffin done. Next week, GOP, they better do a better job. Although it's not hard to do a much better job than what the Democrats did. So here's an article from Gateway Pundit. Delta bans Navy SEAL credited with killing bin Laden for posting a picture of himself in a sans mask. So Robert O'Neill was Allegedly, the guy who follow, uh, fired the killing shot to Osama bin Laden when they raided um, on that raid years ago. So former SEAL Team 6 member Robert O'Neill tweeted Thursday that Delta Airlines banned him for posting a photo this week of himself on a Delta flight without a mask on. Okay. Oh, how, how do they know how long he had it on? What does it matter? O'Neill is credited for fatally shooting Osama bin Laden in 2011. O'Neill said he wasn't wearing a mask because I'm not a... I'm not a P-word. The photo has since been deleted. I don't know why. Rob, Oh, Robert O'Neill said on Twitter, I just got banned from Delta for posting a picture. Wow. Here's a quote. All customers who don't comply with their mask wearing... Requirement risks losing their ability to fly Delta in the future, spokeswoman Kayla Ross told the New York Post. Sounds political to me. Why didn't he just get a warning? Why didn't they just comment on his Twitter and say, hey, listen, you have to wear a mask just like everyone else on this flight. You served our country. I appreciate what you did for SEAL Team 6. Just don't do it again. No one would have a problem with that. But what do they do? They ban him. Why? Because it has to be political. So boycott Delta Airlines. They could, Delta Airlines could put some Goodyear tires on their plane and run off to wherever. Another company being in the pocket of the radical left. Oh, I'm so sick of it. They cancel everything. Just give the guy a warning. Give the guy a warning. That's it. Thank him for his service, heaven forbid. What do you do? You spit on him. 
esperaram. They could have won a lot more people over by saying, hey, Delta Airlines appreciates your service. Please just wear a mask next time to ensure the safety of all other passengers and yourself. Thank you, Delta Airlines. Go, go Marines. Go SEAL Team 6. Nothing. They would have got praise. Nothing. Nothing. Instead, they handle it like a bunch of crybabies. What else is new? Welcome to 2020. And if you think it'll get better under the Democrats, it won't. It won't. So, boycott Delta, boycott Delta. So, here comes a disturbing article. I have not seen the video. Like like I say in all the shows, I try to do it live on camera because I think that's the best way to do it. Because there's enough fake shows up there and scripted shows. I want to be different. So, let's hit it. Gateway Pundit shock video. And we talk about this all the time. Oh, it won't go there? Oh, it won't come to your doorstep? Oh, they won't go after your kids? Wake up, America. Here we go. Shock video. Mom, call 911. Biden supporters attack seven-year-old boy outside DNC convention for wearing a red MAGA hat. So Biden supporters attacked a seven-year-old boy Thursday night outside of the DNC convention. The boy Riley was attacked for wearing a red MAGA hat. Riley was heard on the video begging begging his mother to dial 911. So instead of reading this, let's play the video. So this is a tweet from Benny, and apparently there's language in it. So you got kids nearby if you want to. That's up to you. There might be cursing. So another post from Benny. Talk about him all the time. So moments ago, outside of the DNC convention, Joe Biden supporters attacked a seven-year-old boy. He was attacked simply because he wore a real Donald Trump hat. His name is Riley. Watch it happen. Listen to him cry. Will Joe Biden... Condemn this violence against children. So this is a tweet from students of Trump. So let's hit it. So right now there's people walking over signs and we see two people in a face mask. That's all that we see right now. Can you get off my property? Get off my property? Are you destroying my property? Yes, we are. You know that's a felony? That one too. We don't get out that one. Get away from my ass. Get the out. Get it, Liam. Get it. Touch my hat. Take your dumb ass hat. That's somebody else's hat. Take that hat. Get your hat back, baby. Look at what you just did to my son. Get your hat back, baby. Get your hat back, baby. Now, first off, I don't necessarily know. I don't know where I stand on kids being involved in politics. I think it's a dangerous game to throw them into it. However, I also don't agree. There's two people ripping up signs from what appears to be a mother and little boy. I don't agree with the mother here saying, go get your hat back from these two grown women. I think she's putting her kid in danger. I do not think that is smart. Now, I'm not going to say I'm justifying what these people may or might not do to this kid. I think her telling I would not have my seven year old boy near two adults that just took his hat. I would not do that. You're setting this kid up to get attacked, especially in the climate we're in. You're asking for it. You go get the hat from that mother or call the cops. Do not send your little boy to go get the hat back. Give me back my hat. 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 
Give me back my hat. Give me back my hat. Give me back my hat. You're gonna, you're, gonna just, you're gonna steal my property? Yep. I'll follow you to your car and get your license plate. I'm walking. Mom, I live in call 911. You want me to call 911? You want me to call 911? Taylor! Taylor, these people right here are taking your hat. They attacked my son. I have it on video. 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 Yeah, you wanna try me? You wanna try me? You want to try me? The hat. The whole thing on video. I got the whole thing on video. Don't attack. Oh, you gonna punch him? You gonna punch him? So the woman who took the hat for the little boy is now swinging at the man trying to get the hat back. Oh yeah, you gonna punch? Oh, you wanna sucker punch me? You wanna sucker punch me? Take my hat. Take my hat, baby. You wanna sucker punch me? Yeah, I saw you. Punch me! I saw you trying to punch me. I wish you would. They would beat the shit out of you. Take you over here. Go ahead. I wish you would. We will knock you out. Yeah. That's why when you went to hit me, you did it, right? That's why when you went to hit me. I'm not trying to hit you. I'm not trying to fight you. All right, that's enough of that. These people are crazy. I'm not that happy with the way the mother handled it. I think she should have just let him take the hat. Don't send your boy to do it. Maybe she wasn't thinking because it's in the moment. She's trying to record it. That way she has proof to show police. Maybe she wasn't thinking clearly at that time. Okay. But don't send the little boy to go get the hat. That's extremely dangerous. So these people try to assault the woman recording and the, the I guess, boyfriend that tried to step in just to get the hat. But the only one being violent this whole thing were the two anti-Trumpers. So, I mean, they took the kid's hat and threw it over the fence. One of them, at least. There were two hats. One went over the fence and one the people actually got back because they, the, they dropped it. So, shocked by this? Really not surprised. They don't care. Whatever fits their agenda. And they think they can do this because... People like Obama, who said the other day that, oh, the young protesters in the street are great people. Right. They encourage, all these media outlets encourage this behavior. The people in charge of the police in these cities encourage this behavior because of the weakness. They're sending the message. You can do this. You can riot, steal. We're going to let you go. You have Justin Timberlake bailing rioters out of, out of protesters, out of prison and stuff. This is sick. Stop allowing this to happen. You're getting people hurt. Thank God Operation Legend, the operation named after that little black boy that was killed, they arrested over 1,200 people being prosecuted for riots across this country and stuff. Lock them up. Throw away the key. It's the only way he's going to stop it. Get them off the streets. Get them off the streets. And we constantly say, if they'll do it to animals, they'll do it to kids, they'll do it to you. It's coming to you. Start speaking up. Don't be afraid to state your opinion. If the people around you don't like your honest opinion about your what you have to say, only defending what's right, then these people aren't good to be around. I tell you to you, don't just keep people in your life just to keep people. You're setting yourself off for failure. If they are willing to throw you away over normal conversations about what's right and what's wrong, they're not good for you. Don't keep people around just for the sake of keeping them around. So that's enough of that. So we're 
going to get into now. So after the DNC, two hardcore liberals are now going at turning the pages on the Democrats because they're fed up with this. So we're going to get into two cases of that, and then we're going to leave with a funny article because that's the way I want to leave this week. So Rose McGowan on Twitter says, what have the Democrats done to solve anything? Question mark. Help the poor? Question mark. No. Help black and brown people? Question mark. No. Stop police brutality? No. Help single mothers? No. Help children? No. You have achieved nothing. Nothing. Why did people vote Trump? Because of you mother efforts. And then you have a bunch of liberals saying, oh, why are you posting this? Why is it helping? Good for Rose McGowan. Calling them out. Calling them out saying, what is the party done? And Trump, I've said this before, Trump is a byproduct of Obama's crappy presidency. This is why we have Trump. So I'm kind of happy for Obama. Good for Rose McGowan, who's getting heat now for saying what's right. So they hate Trump so much. And their alternate option is awful. And you're just supposed to vote for that? Why? Because it's not Trump? Seriously? That's not good enough. That's not good enough. So let's get into another case. So here's a Breitbart article. John Cusack lashes out at DNC for itty celebrity-filled reality TV convention. R.I.P. America, he says. Actor John Cusack has broken ranks with fellow left-wing Hollywood elites by calling hypocrisy of the Democratic National Convention, declaring it a crappy celebrity-filled reality TV convention, which is what it was. The Con Air star who endorsed Bernie Sanders blasted the DNC leadership for the convention's much-criticized production values, as well as its emphasis on Hollywood star power. John Cusack tweeted on the fourth and final day of the convention. So here is a tweet from John Cusack. This is very much like Rose McGowan. Do you think anyone at the DNC entertained the idea in removing a crappy reality TV star president? You might want to avoid presenting a slightly less crappy, but unmistakably campy, kitschick, and yes, crappy celebrity-filled reality TV convention. This might not be a good idea. John Cusack says after that, it's all showbiz all the time. R.I.P. America, right? Basically saying it's just smoke and mirrors. And like I just said before I read his tweets, oh, so your solution to Donald Trump is... Joe Biden, who doesn't know where he is, and Kamala Harris, who called Joe Biden a racist, and then, oh, you want to make me VP? Oh, okay, you're not a racist anymore. That's the best you got? And then your whole convention is not ideas of how to make the country better. It's just orange man bad. That's all it was, orange man bad. So he, so the DNC relied heavily on Hollywood stars, just like they did in 2016, to keep up enthusiasm with actress Julia Lewis DeFrost. Curry Washington, Trace Elias Ross, Eva Longoria serving as ambassadors. The convention also featured Pose actor Billy Porter performing a much ridiculed version of the song for what it's worth. John Cusack has waxed warm and cold towards Joe Biden. The left-wing actor praised Biden in April for possessing basic morality. 
when it came to supporting mail-in ballots. But later that month, Cusack called on Bernie Sanders to rescind his endorsement of Biden after the New York state canceled its Democratic presidential primary due to the COVID-19 outbreak. Cusack has consistently attacked President Donald Trump, recently calling him the Antichrist for dummies. The actor also accused the president of gassing mothers and burning cities during the recent Black Lives Matter riots. All of the above, not true, but sometimes you have to let your enemies do the work for you. You know why Rose and John Cusack are freaking out? Because while they might be biased, they can see the tree before the forest. They know Biden's not going to win unless it's rigged by mail-in voting. Biden's not going to win. Biden is not going to win. Donald Trump has 28 million followers on Facebook. Joe Biden has two. Joe Biden, Hillary Clinton had four times more followers on Facebook, and she lost. Biden has four times less. You think Joe Biden's going to win legally? No, he's not. The only way he can win is them cheating the ballots, which is why they're going to try. Cusack and Rose McGowan see the writing on the wall. They're getting another four years of Trump, and they're not happy with the Democrats because the best they could offer them is Orange Man Bad, Kid Kid Sniffing Joe Biden, who is obviously suffering from getting old, and Kamala Harris, who was one of the first ones to drop out of the primaries. That's the best you got? That's the best you got. So... Here is the last article, and then we'll leave you until Monday. So let's get into this funny article from Fox News. Portland assault suspect takes to social media to beg for financial help. Police said said they have contacted the suspect, urging him to turn himself in, but have yet to locate where he is. So this is the guy that kicked the white man that was on the floor after his car crashed, kicked him in the back of the head and rendered him unconscious. Remember that video going around the other day? So a 25-year-old man who remains at large after police identified him as a suspect who knocked out another man during a violent demonstration in Portland, Oregon on Sunday, has apparently taken to social media to beg for help. Marquise Love, who goes by the name Love, is wanted by police for allegedly attacking, well, it's not allegedly, a man identified as Adam, Adam Hainer in the middle of the street during a chaotic demonstration that took place just blocks away from a BLM demonstration. In a post on Snapchat, Love insists he did nothing wrong. I, I'm sure you all saw the video. He dropped kicked this guy from behind. He entirely did something wrong. Question, here's the quote. Might go to jail for murder tonight for a racist when all I did was fight him. Love, I thought you didn't do anything. Love, Love wrote, according to an image obtained by the sun, look it up on Twitter, put money on my books and come see me. Video footage of Sunday night's violent attacks shows someone appearing to be Love coming in from behind Hainer as he is kneeling in the street and kicking him in the face. Hainer's girlfriend said that they were in his truck when he spotted a woman being mugged and stopped to help, and an angry mob set their attention on the couple. Hanger got back in the truck and drove away, but apparently crashed in pursuit. So what happened was Hank, this white guy was trying to help a, a tranny that 
Black Lives Matter was beating up. But then as he tried to flee after them going after him for trying to help, he crashed his car. And then when he got out of the car, they beat him up. And this black guy kicked him in the back of the head. So the attack caused Hainer to fall to the ground and lose consciousness. Several onlookers tended to him and was taken to the hospital. The attack was widely circulated on social media. According to the records provided to Fox News, Love has a lengthy rap sheet. What a shocker. Dating back to at least 2012, police said they have contacted Love urging him to turn himself in, but have not yet located him because he's too busy begging for help. Keep begging, buddy. Karma's an ice cold one. So I hope that leaves your start your weekend off in a great place. DNC's over. The Bannon story's up in the air. We'll see where that goes. But Southern District of New York, we know, is in the back pockets of the psycho left. Um, we saw what they did to Michael Flynn. So we don't know what's going on there. We got updates on the raccoon. Hopefully that guy's going to be arrested. Updates on Goodyear. Forget Goodyear. Another one bites the dust. Hope this started your weekend well. Have a great Friday. Have a great weekend. And we will see you bright and early Monday morning. Be safe, Patriots. Have a great weekend with your family. Thanks for listening. Catch a new episode of Just Say It every Monday through Thursday. Available on YouTube and every major podcast platform. Got something to say? Meet other patriots and join the conversation at jsipodcast.com.